Welcome to the conquest of multi-class theater. See, because that's the fourth Planet of the Apes movie. The whole couch gag here has been like the four movie in a thing because this is our fourth season. Yeah, okay. Multi-class theater uses a D20 system to determine the outcome of events. All our narration, dialogue, and decisions are made by us, the players, because we don't need AI to generate our content. But that also means that the episode will contain adult language, gratuitous pop culture references, and fantasy violence. But if those don't bother you, please settle in and enjoy the show. Last time. Most of our heroes began their assault on the volcano layer of the Fire Newts, who invaded the Order of Chaos and stole Drelatar's library, within which may lie the magic necessary to strengthen the seals protecting the Heart of Tyr and prevent Endu the Mad Ancient from destroying all magic in the world. <gasps> I say most, because Alfie Rowe, director of the Order of Chaos and sketchy-as-fuck individual, needed Winley and Buck to be sent off on a secret mission. The details of their secret plan <clears throat> have yet to be revealed. Meanwhile, Mist put his 20 charisma and magic top hat to work in gaining access to the Volcano Lair's guard room. Much fighting ensued, and our heroes made friends with a pack of dinosaurs, but weren't allowed to ride them. Diana... Anyway, they shall now make like Lidenbrock's expedition on multi-class theater. Jules Verne. Read a book. You find yourselves in a large cave. Behind you, you can still feel the heat from the pools of magma on the other side of that long stone bridge you just crossed. Ahead of you, the corridor widens and disappears into darkness. To your right, the cavern wall seems to be made of a series of ridges. It's very quiet. And the group of you find yourselves a little wary, uncertain what to expect. I don't know if you were expecting it to be more populated, or if big, empty lava fortresses, what you were picturing all along. But here you are. What do you do next? We're venturing on, though. Off we go. Sorry, Debbie's voice. Let's get going. Okay, what is the party order now that we're into the... I'm going to assume that Rotan is in the front. Rotan would try to be in the front unless somebody gave him a good reason. Debbie is actively encouraging you to walk in front of her. Okay. Which I guess I means she's number two then? Okay, Rotan, then Debbie. Uh, probably Desmond... Yeah, Desmond then missed. Yeah. The slightly squishier people in the middle and the second hardiest at the back. You're squ- you're squishy, aren't you? My AC is 16 and I'm rocking 143 hit points right now, so... That's absurd. How do you possibly have that many hit points? Yikes. Because you gave me a bunch? You, you have 100 more hit points than I do. <laughs> okay, well, that sounds like somebody built their character poorly. <laughs> How many hit points do you have, Ames? Uh, including my aid spell, 42. 42? (laughs) The meaning of life! At level 11? Without that, it's 27. There's no way. I choose a sorcerer, which uses like a low die, and then I have minus two constitution. As I say, you dump constitution. Like, that's... Oh, okay, alright. What are you at, Mist? My... Normal max HP is 112, but we got 15 extra from you Debbie. You have more so that... hit points than I have. Again, that sounds like a you problem. 
Well, it's it's it becomes a you problem if I'm always in front. <laughs> yeah, but my AC is 16, so like. <laughs> You're less likely to be hit. <laughs> not, not as less likely to be hit as you might think. <laughs> I mean, again. Curse the sword. Okay, so the group of you begin your journey through the cavern. And, and once again, this is a fairly large cavern. Um, the ceiling is maybe 75 feet overhead. The passage ahead of you narrows, forming almost a natural corridor. As you approach... This narrowing. Rotan, you can see in the distance, uh, the passage goes for maybe 100 feet and then opens up again into another chamber. And you also see to your right, there seems to be a narrow path rising up along the rock walls on these little sort of ridges that make up the northern wall of this cavern. And that path seems to lead to another side passage which branches off to the north. So the main passage is curved around and is leading towards the west and you have this other little I guess passage off of the main chamber which is heading off towards the north. Well, which way should we go? I would propose we continue downwards because the villains are usually at the bottom. I think our intel said that they're down in there anyway. In the mantle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because uh, uh, Elfie said it's in the the heart of their volcano base. We can always send our flying scout ahead. We, we have a flying invisible scout. We could use her. Ah, oh, I say we send Tingles. I mean, you can ask him. Isn't he also fire resistant? He might be the better scout. But do we trust him? Um... I don't know. This place is kind of weirding me out. It, it's making me think of some other places that I kind of, um, sort of tried to forget. Well, not to, like, poke at trauma, but, uh, can you elaborate? Like, if there's something, if you're getting a vibe of something that's ahead that we should know about, like... Well, no, it's kind of just making me think of, like, you know, hell. Oh. And sort of, like, if you go wandering too far ahead, then, um, somebody snatches you and makes you do their bidding... And the next thing you know, you spend a thousand years collecting coins at an orgy. And there's just stuff you cannot unsee. Can we go back just a few words? I don't know if we want to go back, actually. <laughs> I yeah, think... that's, okay, that's a good point. All right, you, you've convinced me it's too dangerous to send Roz or Tingles. Rotan, you go first. Oh, no, you could send Roz. I don't care about that. All right, we stick together. All right. Rotan proceeds down the western There passage. we go. That's one way to decide. Okay, the group of you creep down this corridor, and as you approach the end of it, you can see that sort of familiar reddish-orange glow coming from the cavern ahead, and you can feel the heat as you see soon enough that there is another river of magma flowing through this chamber. This chamber is actually larger than the one you just left with huge vaulted ceilings and an unfinished, very natural rock face with the center of it. It's kind of both walls slope uh, towards the center. And in the center is sort of a lazy, winding river of magma. On each side of the river are fields of iridescent mushrooms. It's almost like 
a mini forest underground. There is a natural stone bridge leading over the river. The river itself isn't terribly wide, maybe 35 feet, but the bridge arcs gracefully over it, as if it was not naturally made. It looks finished, but they are, the mushrooms are tall. They're maybe six feet to the underside of the mushroom. Wow. I want to inspect one of these mushrooms. Okay. Give me a nature check. That's a six. Uh, They are spongy. They have this very earthy kind of scent. I'm going to cut a little chunk out of the stalk. Okay. You cut a little chunk out of the stalk. Nothing happens. It does not scream. I I sniff it. Uh, give me a... Give me a constitution roll. That's a 15. It smells delicious. Yep. Well, I was kind of leaning towards doing this anyway. Mist, are you thinking about eating the mystery mushroom? I'm not not thinking about eating the mystery mushroom. Are you hungry? I can conjure food for you. I can conjure safe mushrooms for you. How do you know this one isn't safe? It smells fine. I assume every mushroom I recognize is deadly. I assume between a cleric, a paladin, and whatever you are, one of you people knows how to cure... <laughs> I'm a healer. Cure poisons, I can't right? cure poison. I don't do poison, but I, I'm a healer. If you die, I can bring you back. I don't really do poisons. The last time I uh, had had mushrooms, I, uh, I had some very strange things happen. Yeah, we should ask Buck about his experience with strange mushrooms. I think <laughs> I was poisoned by, uh, by the innkeeper that night. Yes. Yeah, boss, I think it's, you know, just to be safe, I think Rotan should try it. What? Mist, uh, taps the mushroom to his tongue. Okay, uh, nothing happens. Oh, Rotan raises a hand. <laughs> I'm sorry, I failed to see how this uh, impacts our larger quest. <laughs> Let it sparkly. We like random drug trips. This has been well established. <laughs> oh. Do we? Look, worst case scenario, you die. So it's not that bad. Go ahead and try it. Although if you dive into the lava, I'm not sure I can recover you. I'm not dumb. Because you would you would sink into the lava, right? That's how lava works. Surface tension versus density. It's it's liquid. You sink in liquids. That's how it works. It would be more dramatic if you sank into it. I mean, cinematically, you know. But I'm not sure <laughs> if it would actually happen that way. Can I can I try and take a look at it? Sure. Again, I failed to see <laughs> how, how this benefits us in the end. As the group of you are standing there talking, suddenly... The ground in front of you, Rotan, begins to shake. And up, like, piercing up through the earth is a long, sharp spear which pierces you in the side. Ouch! Who did that? What, what was... Did something hit you? You take 11 points of damage. Do I, do I see where this came from? Yes. The ground in front of you gives way. And you see a tunnel open before you and beneath you. And out pops two giant insect-looking creatures with long, sharp talons for legs and razor-sharp teeth. They hiss at you as they prepare to attack again. I'd like everybody to roll for initiative. Yup. Are they purple? They are. Ah. Yay! I'm missing something. (laughs) Such high initiatives lately. 
I don't want to go first. Uh, 11 to initiative. I rolled a two. Good lord. You want to trade initiative? You're clearly distracted by the spear at your side. Yeah, and by spear I meant it's one of the legs of this, uh, these creatures. So they're, they're like burrowing insects that came out of the ground, basically? Yes. Okay. It, it, for, for those of you who are Star Wars fans, they kind of look like Ackley's. Oh. oh. Not a purple worm. No, not a purple worm. Purple worm would have just eaten Rotan. Googling Ackley now. I was thinking, uh... Ankegs. Ames, it's the no. it's the thing with the blade legs that they fight in the arena in the second um, film. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yep, I yes. see a picture now. Those, that looks um, deadly. Okay, Desmond, you are first. Uh, okay. Uh, Desmond, for some reason, catching this out of the corner of his eye is the first to react and just out of instinct just hucks a guiding bolt at the closest one at, at third level. Uh, Twelve. That does not hit. Uh, yeah, so it just misses. <laughs> goes wide. Okay, Desmond, your guiding bolt goes wide. And now, it's going to attack Rotan again. What's your AC, Rotan? Uh, 17. Ooh, one of them hits you with a natural 20. Yikes. Get up here, mist. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> Gonna brag about hit points. Make them count. Hits you for 13 points of damage as it stabs you once again with its long, talon-like leg. And that brings us to Debbie. Alright, seeing her brother getting stabbed repeatedly, Debbie will almost instinctually cast Warding Bond on him. Uh, so that is... I will do it with distant meta magic. So because it's meta magic, I can give him 3d6 hit points. Or sorry, temporary hit points, since you've lost the ones I gave you before. So that will be eight temporary hit points for Rotom. You get plus one AC and saving throws, and any damage you take, or so you get resistance to all damage, and whatever you take, Debbie takes. All damage. All damage. But Debbie takes the same damage. Okay. All right. So then now it's one of their attack, and they're going to attack Desmond, because didn't really appreciate you throwing that bolt at him. That's fair. Hits you once. Wow, it rolled a lot better than for 13 points of damage. Thank you, Debbie, for the temp HP. And that brings us to Mist. I'm going to hex the one that's going after Desmond. Okay. Um, so it now has disadvantage on, let's say, let's say strength checks. Okay. That's a bonus action, which means for my main action, we all know what I'm doing. The first shot is a 27. That will definitely hit. Uh, the second shot is a 22. Also hit. Third shot is a, another 27. Also hit. All right, so that is going to be 13 necrotic damage plus 31 force damage. Okay, you kill it. Tell me what it looks like. This thing goes after Desmond and slashes at him. Then Miss just points menacingly at it, kind of like the evil monkey and its eyes kind of like drift apart and its legs get a little wobbly and then there's just a barrage of ghostly green energy smacking into this and uh, when the third blast hits it stiffens and its shell kind of collapses in on itself and it crumbles to dust as the purple insect crumbles to dust and the other one standing there raises its head 
lets out a horrible shriek, and suddenly the ground behind it gives way, and two more of the insect creatures appear, ready for battle. Which brings us to Rotan. Get your kills in, everyone. Hmm. All right, Evan Hart, let's do this. Don't cheer on the evil sword. Just the two of us, <laughs> you and me. <laughs> uh, does an 18 hit? Yes, it does. Uh, let's do smite. Hello, beastie. Hello, puppet. Hello, puppet. Yeah, I was going a little bit into that there. Uh, <laughs> uh, so 22. Oh, 22, nice. The first... And then he uh, uh, does a backswing. That also was an 18, which I assume still hits. Uh, Yes, it does. Uh, For 13 damage. Okay, it is not dead, but it is looking really, really bad. All right, so the one that you just hit, Rotan, looks at you, roars, and then attacks you. It hits you the first time. Okay. And misses you with the second one. An 18 wouldn't hit, would it? Uh, An 18 would hit. Oh, so it hits you twice. Yep, I'm at 17. You're at 18 because you have a warding bond on you. I am at 18. Ah, thank you, Debbie. But it still hit you. (laughs) 14 points of damage as it hits you with two of its spiny legs. All right, seven each. But it is looking, you know, unstable on its feet as it sort of wobbles back and forth. And that brings us to the top of the order and Desmond. Um, Okay, I have questions. So, um, how far away is the river of magma? Magma. Magma. It's about, I'd say, 40 feet away. Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, then in that case, I will look at the one that's, uh, wobbly. So there are two in front of me, right, that popped up out of the, uh, behind the one that just died? Yes. And one attacked me and one attacked, oh no. One attacked Rotan. Yeah, the one that attacked you died. Mist took it out. Right. So there's the one that attacked Rotan, and then there's the two more that have joined the fray. Okay. So if I were to cast a Shatter, can I center the point behind those two? Does that? I'm trying sure. to imagine what the... Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you could. Um, then I will do that. At second level, I will do Shatter. Um, so if they could give me a con saves... DC 17. All right. One of them makes it and one of them misses. The one that misses takes 14 points of damage and the one that makes it takes seven. As the explosion goes off and the ground shakes, they stumble and they also, you see them shake their heads as if trying to get their bearings once again. That seemed to have kind of messed them up in a way that you're, that looks beyond just physical damage. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe the, the vibration of the ground. And that brings us to Devi. Uh, so, <laughs> Devi uh, staggers after her brother gets uh, hit by these, these monsters. Uh, and the one that hit him, and by extension her, she will then glare at and start trying to inflict necromantic damage upon it using distant metamagic. So, let's try this. Attacking, yeah, so 22. 22 will hit. That will do 13 damage to the beastie. That is enough to kill it, so. All right. So it's bleeding, or whatever bugs do, from Rotan stab wounds, and then she just, like, exacerbates that wound. Like, it opens it wider, uh, 
in what looks like very painful magic. Uh, and then she proceeds to draw the life essence out of it and transfer it over to Desmond, who hey. gains... I actually don't... Ten temporary HP. Oh, temporary. Oh, spectacular. Ten, okay. Yeah, so if you had any remaining temp, it's replaced by the ten. So you are been revitalized by, by Debbie. That brings us to Mist. Um, I'm going to hex whichever one is slightly closer to me and move the hex on over. And then, um, you know, we're going to do what we do. Uh, choose which one, the one that's more damaged or less damaged. Oh, uh, more damaged. Okay. Does a 15 hit? No, 15 will not hit. Does a 19 hit? Yes. And a 16? No. Okay, so we only get one shot in here. That's going to be 9 plus uh, 12, 12 total damage. 9 force, 3 necrotic. Okay. Uh, the one that you didn't just hit missed, the other one, roars and scrambles forward to attack Desmond. Desmond, what's your AC? 12. Wow. First one misses. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, the second one hits you. Uh, but you managed to dodge the first one. And it hits you for 11 points of damage as it slices your arm as you're ducking and bobbing and weaving. Ouch. Good thing you had that buffer. Oh, wait. Now the other one gets this attack. I forgot. Rotan was rolled very, very poorly. So the other one is going to go for you too as well, Desmond. Because there's something that really messed with them and they are pissed at you. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> All right. This, the second one hits you twice. Ouch. For a total of 22 points of damage, as it impales you right in the thigh. Oh, it's all right. I'm still looking pretty good. Just hurt quite a bit. And now Rotan. We'll get you fixed up. Rotan, swing. Uh, how does a 17 work? That will miss. Second swing. Okay, how about a 25? That will definitely hit. We'll just do the straight-up damage this time. Okay, are you going to do it on the uh, one that's hurt or the one that's still looking pretty strong? I'm going to do the one that's hurt. Okay. That'll be 15 damage. That is enough to kill it. Why don't you tell me what that looks like? Straight down, impaled into the ground. Two hands. So you do a two-hand overhead thrust that pins its thorax right to the ground. And the bug's legs flail slightly and then it's still ha i laugh in the face of bugs ha <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to desmond ha des okay so can i do like after seeing it kind of them kind of get rattled like that can i do some kind of uh, knowledge check to see if i know what these things are sure give me a nature check right nope uh 5 you're still not sure peculiar peculiar um but that seemed to work so let's try it again the one remaining one, if possible, I'd like to try another shatter and just. You can. They're they're all of, all of you are in front of it, so you could easily do it behind it. Gotcha. So I'm gonna do it. Uh, seeing that that was very effective, I'm gonna do shatter at fourth level. So if you could give me a con save. Ooh, I made it. Ah, okay. The bug makes the save. Bug makes the save. Horrible damage roll. My god. Uh, so he'll take five points of damage. On a fourth level spell. Oof. Yeah. 5d8. I rolled two ones, a two, and two threes. All right, that takes, takes us to Debbie. Uh, Debbie's feeling pretty good after all this, so she's got a, a murderous look in her eyes, and she's glaring straight at that uh, remaining one. 
and is going to cast Inflict Wounds at second level on it, again with Metamagic, 20 to hit. That will hit. 22 damage to it. 22. And then she will once again pull some of that damage out of that thing and convert it into life energy and transfer it over to Desmond. Ah. 13 temporary hit, uh, hit points. Ah, thank you. So you pull this, the, the life force out of this bug and it's shrieking terribly in pain and agony as you do so. And as you stop, it, it, it stumbles back and forth on its legs and it's looking, it's looking pretty shaky. And that brings us to Mist. Uh, so this this one, uh, I guess, doesn't have Hex on it yet? It does not, no. Yeah. Okay, we're going to fix that. Uh, so, bloop. Same deal. Strength, not that it's going to matter because, uh, well, here come the Eldritch Blasts. 29 will hit. 16 doesn't, you said? Does not. Uh, 26 will hit. So we get two. It does. I'm going to guess you kill it, but... 8 and 8, 16. Yeah, you're, you're already there. You can okay. add up overkill if you want, but it's dead. 22, yeah. Uh, so, same deal. Um, this one already looking a little bit worse for wear. It almost looks peaceful when its body starts to crumble from the pulverizing force and necrotic blasts. But, uh, yeah, poof. Pile of dust. The bug falls to the ground, and the, the two that were not turned to dust, you see that their, their corpses are sort of oozing this purplish ichor blood, which has this sort of foul stench to it. Whew. Yay. <sighs> okay. Right. That wasn't so bad. We can handle this. Welcome to the scoreboard, Debbie. There's a scoreboard? Uh, what? <laughs> no? <laughs> Maybe? I'm not... Who would keep track of victories that's weird and creepy right if you're talking about things that have been killed i'm pretty sure i'm way ahead of you so that's what two more for you boss yep tingles appears in midair extends his little fist for a bump wait so if i kill it and then resurrect it does that count towards the scoreboard or did i just negate the points um boss tingles is offering for a fist bump oh yep sorry miss returns i thought you're gonna leave me hanging there that would have been embarrassing never (laughs) <laughs> and then he disappears again. By the way, Rotan, as long as we stay within 60 feet of each other, that warding bond lasts for an hour. I did notice that part. Well, that was exciting. Um, thank you, Devi. That that magic of yours uh, helped me very much. Oh, I'm always glad to help. Bugs are so full of energy that you can just use. They were, those were, really, they were really big. They had really big yeah. wounds. <laughs> yes, yes. Without it, I would have been in very big trouble. Good. I'm glad. She's like bubbly and kind of bouncing on the balls of her feet. Yes. (laughs) I healed you with necromancy. So, where'd those come from? Underground. Very sudden. Um, Perhaps we shouldn't linger here too long. We didn't even... Did you hear them coming at all? Any any sign that they were to um, ambush us like that? I didn't notice it. I just heard Rotan scream. Uh, the ground shook a little bit, but no, other, other than that, I noticed nothing. Mm. Diana, can we see um, the holes that they left behind you said they came out of? They're not very big, are they? They're, I mean, I would say they're five feet in diameter. They're not oh. tiny. These are, these were, these were very large bugs. Like they're... So we could go down them. You could go down them. Rotan, I know that look. You've got crazy ideas. Well... Presumably, there are more bugs where they came from, yes? Presumably? 
Why? Well, clearly they're evil bugs. We could go squish them. All right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll raise a question, Rotan, that you yourself have been raising. How does this help us in our goal? Yes, I think I'm with Mist here. We, we could go and, and you know, dive down the spooky tunnel and go fight more, um, more of these evil bugs, but um, I don't know how much closer that would be to finding this the library. We killed know. four of them. There might be 400 down there. You raise an excellent point, yes. On the other hand, my years of video gaming tell me that this is probably <laughs> a shortcut. <laughs> a shortcut to a hive of murderous giant bugs. Exactly. <laughs> what more could anyone ask I for? can only heal so much. Using the logic of we're only in this area once, we have to pick up all the side quests. Yes, what we should do is find an NPC that we just haven't found yet that's around this area that's probably handing out quests, and we have to probably kill a certain amount of these to acquire, you know. Yeah, and he has an inventory to trade with us, and a spare gold to give us for our extra bug claws and shit. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. How much bug meat can we carry? <laughs> I can count your 45 pounds of bug meat. That's <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> All right, let's cross this bridge. <laughs> there we go. There we go. To the bridge. Truly, we are ready for anything. <laughs> so the group of you, led by Rotan, travel through the remainder of the mushroom forest and over the bridge and the river of magma, which flows lazily beneath it. The opposite shore is... A little sparse. There are no mushrooms, just rocks as far as the eye can see. The only direction of travel at this point is to the north, alongside the riverbank, following the lava, sorry, following the magma as it flows northward. As you travel along the side of the river, you can feel the heat coming off it. And the river is extremely slow moving, gurgles occasionally smells terrible. And in the distance, you begin to hear what almost sounds like drums, like pounding on the floor of the cave. Sort of a loud, resonant clacking sound. Do salamanders have drums? Or newts? What are we fighting? Newts or salamanders? Newts. Newts. Do newts have drums? Is there a difference? I'm not even sure who I'm talking to. (laughs) So as you continue to travel northward, the sound is getting louder. And ahead of you, the ground begins to slope downwards as this river of magma runs downhill. And in front of you, you can see a vast cavern that has opened up, wider than the one you're in. And in the distance, say 200 feet away, you see an all-out skirmish as a group of fire newts are fighting some of the bugs that you just fought. And you see the bugs to the rear are clacking their hind legs against the ground in a rhythmic fashion. Well, what do you think? Should we join in? Look, I know we love getting involved in local politics, but maybe not in this case. (laughs) Oh, we're so good at it, too. Let them fight. (laughs) I'm of a mind that we should look at this as one big distraction and allow us to sneak further into their temple and steal back... The library, what's the whole reason we're here? Right. We are here for a library not to murder newts. 
Well, I suppose that makes some sense. Ah, go, go around them then. So as you look out over this cavern beneath you, that sort of unfolds beneath you and, and uh, is fairly large, the left side of the river seems to be mostly open without... Okay, what are which are the ones on the floor? Stalagmites. Mites are on the floor? G, G's are ground... Like, stalag with a G because they're on the ground. Stalac with a C because they're up against the ceiling. Uh, I never like that. No? You like... Yeah, I, I, I like... Stalagmite because you might trip over them and stalactite because they're tight to the ceiling? Yeah, much better. But can't they be tight to the ground <laughs> and you might bump your head? Don't. No, no, no. Don't, okay, no. so <laughs> that is uh, bad. <laughs> the, the left side of the riverbank, you know, and the cavern sort of it, it, it just opens up in front of you uh, to be maybe 500 feet wide and still a very high ceiling. The left side of the riverbank is uh, absent of stalagmites. It is just a big, open, rocky plain. And you can see... Down there, near where the bugs are, several looks like tunnels that have been opened up in the floor, which you're guessing the bugs came out of. On the opposite side of the river are fields of stalagmites and other rocky outcroppings and folds and wrinkles in the cavern wall. Beyond the battle, you can see that on the other side, the cavern narrows once again forming another passage. So in order to get through them, or through this, through to that passage, you're going to somehow have to sneak around this battle. So are we up high, looking down? You are down? up high, looking down on this. Okay. And the lava river is down below? It's running, is running, yeah. It's running from where you are up high, down. It's not like a, a there's not a fall, but it's just sloped downward. And is running mm. downwards towards, which in the, the river itself is bisecting the cavern. And okay. it looks like it goes out the other side through this narrower passage. Gotcha. And the battle, the skirmish is taking place on the left side of the river. So it stands to reason if you could somehow get across the river, then perhaps you may be able to sneak by them. And we're on the left side of the river. Left side of the river. Correct. Okay. How wide is the river? 35 feet. Ew. Well, I've oh, just my. attuned to this ring of jumping. It's a wide river. All right, hold on while I search for lava damage. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Mist pulls out the jug of alchemy. Matt's, Matt's not a geologist, and he knows. <laughs> I'm no geologist, but if you fall in magma, <laughs> it's a lot. There's a, I got a couple of thoughts. Mayonnaise? No. <laughs> a, water, we could maybe... Could we maybe cool the lava and magma and make some kind of... Make a crust to walk across? I mean, we also have a water conjurer here, is my understanding. <laughs> and, and you could shape water, right? Like, couldn't you just uh, move the lava out of the way? Water. <laughs> I, I can shape water, it's not... But it's flowing. Yes, I can manipulate it once the water is there, but I don't think I can create it. You can't just create water? I thought we could. Well, I can create uh, 30 gallons of water. I can get 12 gallons of salt water out of this thing. So that's 42 gallons of water that we've got access to. Is that is that something? 
One and a half gallons per foot of lava. Hold on, Adam. We can make some stepping stones. Frantic, frantically calculating. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So we know how much water we have. We know we can calculate the mass of it, so we know its heat capacity, and then we just figure out: can we draw off enough heat to lower the heat, lower the temperature of the surface of the magma to below? It's moving sluggish. So you want to call it what? Andesitic or bet or be charitable and <laughs> to us and give it a high cooling temperature? Definitely not a carbonatite. Not at that speed. Oh, I have so many regrets. <laughs> I could cast the spell two more times. I could create 60 gallons of water. I can also make a storm of, of ice. Which would immediately melt and become water. Perhaps. Or, third option, I levitate and bounce back and forth across the magma stream like a, like a shuttle. Can you carry people with your levitate? Doesn't say I can't. Ah, the... The airbud logic. I, had <laughs> I mean, I can just fly, but... Yeah. Yes, this is a hard one. Since I can do it at will, I can basically just, like, bounce up and then get drift over, drop somebody off, and bounce back and... This sounds like an easy plan. You just uh, throw a fog cloud down so they don't see us, and then you carry us over one by one. I don't think they're paying attention, but, you know... Trying to con- I'm considering other poss- other... Looking for other options here. I can walk across water. That will be the same problem, because this is not water. Yes, yes. Ah, but if you shape the water into a bridge, then he can walk across it. This is true. Um, I have a limit to how much water I can shape. Yeah, the bri- this this would be a, <laughs> a bridge too far. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... <laughs> Nix the lava... <laughs> No, I'm not going to. I'm going to, um... Matt, read the spell Water Walk. The spell grants the ability to move across any liquid surface, such as water, acid, mud, snow, quicksand, quicksand, or lava, as if it were harmless, solid ground. Creatures crossing molten lava can still take damage from the heat. Well, I mean, okay, okay. I misread that. I, I saw the lava part, and I was like... that. I read that like I, we were still going to take damage from it. But, well, okay, alright. Well, if it's 35 feet across, this is possible. This is possible, Desmond says. What's wrong with the just levitate across? That seemed like an easy solution. Or that, yes. Uh, I mean, in either case, we're passing across the lava and would take damage, would still feel the heat, so we're gonna get cooked either way. Well, yes. one, we're, one, our feet are touching it, one, we're, our feet are not touching it. Tell me, you ever grill a steak? No. Do you drop the, oh, Really? Why would I grill a steak? I have servants for that. Well, I used to have servants. Now I just conjure an already grilled steak. Mist just rests <laughs> his head in his hand for a moment. Are you right, Mist? I will be. Do you want a steak? I can conjure a steak along with 30 pounds of water. To no, that's not the point. The point is that when you cook something, you don't throw it directly into the coals. You put it over the heat. The heat rises up from the coals and cooks the food. But it probably cooks it less than if you just dropped it on the coals, right? It's, it's still less heat. Rotan looks over the edge. Is the battle over yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still raging. Okay. So, okay, we have walking across the, the lava or, or magma or um, levitating across. Which do we think is going to hurt less? I mean, basically they're the same thing. Hmm. Well, 
If one gallon, one US gallon, is equivalent to 3.785 <laughs> liters, and each liter of water is able to cool down 1.7 kilograms of lava, then that yields, according to my calculations, about uh, 400 kilograms of lava that we can cool. I need an arcana check on that. God, that amuses me so much. <laughs> That's according to the U.S. Geological Survey. <laughs> so you can trust it. I think I need to stop giving you guys puzzles which require <laughs> you to cross something or anything. <laughs> this is the pit in the Aarakocra Temple all over again. Oh, please don't edit oh, this Oh, my out. God. <laughs> we need to solve this. Okay, fine. Rotan tries to jump across the lava. <laughs> no. Technically, if I could run 30 feet per round... I can just run across the lava, take the lava damage, which would probably kill me, use my death ward to stay alive, and then keep running. And I'll be fine. Alright, mist, acti- mist starts levitating off the ground. Alright, who's first? <laughs> Let's just do this. I'll go first. Alright, is there a wall I can, like, push off from? It, it tends to open up just when it starts to go downhill. Okay. Um, and there's no opposite side of the bank. Where it's narrowest. All right. Mist pulls Devi up onto his feet and bear hugs her. Jaguar hugs her. She enjoys the fuzzy hug. Don't get fucking used to it. Rotan, give us a shove. She may or may not be petting you as you go across. Ah, my pleasure. Rotan shoves. Whee! Rotan, give me a dexterity (laughs) check. Can you not move horizontally? (laughs) You can't, because otherwise you'd be flying. The target can move only by pushing or pulling against a fixed object, such as a surface within oh, reach, okay. um, such as a water ceiling, which allows it to move as if it were climbing. It's like you're in space. Can Roz push us? Could. I was going to have Tingles offer, but then I thought that would be too too much interfering. Uh, well, you might have to have Tingles help, because uh, I rolled a natural one. <laughs> okay, Rotan shoves you, but as he does so... He shoves a little too hard with one of his hands. And instead of going straight, you tend to sort of start spinning out over the river of oh, God. magma. <laughs> I am going to raise our altitude. Um, like, just, we're going up. We're going up, 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 up. Uh, heavy side layer and all that. Since we're going to be spitting here for a bit, I'd like to not be spitting like a rotisserie. Like <laughs> I am not shawarma, so I would like to be... Rotan says, what a genical cat! <laughs> Roz will come to the rescue. I try to at least like fly shove them across a little better. Right, give me a strength check by Roz. Strength check. What is Roz's strength? Enough. Uh, Gotta be better than a one. Minus four. 15, 11. 15 minus 4. Okay, Ross is able to push you. She can't quite stop your spinning, but now at least you're spinning in the right direction. Excellent. Thank you, Ross. Devi is clinging on extra tight. And eventually you find yourselves on the other side of the And I lower us and steady myself for the return trip. Devi gives you a hard shove across the lava. All right, dexterity. Can check. I? Hold on. Can I, like, <laughs> kick off from that? Since I'm not holding anybody, can I kick off from that side uh, and float across? 13 dexterity to shove. <laughs> I will say yes, you, you can, because you could kind of push yourself off the one side. All right, who's next? Um, I'll go. All right. I 
Jaguar hug uh, Desmond. Does Mage Hand require concentration? Can I have Mage Hand yes, shove me? Yes, it does. Uh, no, it actually does not. Ooh. I shove them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dexterity check, Roton. Uh, that's a 12 this time. Okay. it's He shoves you good and true. No spinning this time as you cross the river. All right. Drop off Desmond. Like This is like a fox and chickens thing. It really is. And, and then I go back across for the sack of grain. Um, <laughs> is it me next? Yep, you and me, buddy. Ah, oh, should I should I uh, make a running jump into your arms? You know, that might work. <laughs> Excellent. That sounds like the worst idea. <laughs> so the momentum of Rota of of be, I. Of be of catching Rotan should knock us across back. Jump across. towards That's... the lava and hope the skinny cat will catch you. <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rotan, give me a, give me a dexterity. Okay, uh, thirteen. Okay, uh, you jump into the waiting arms of Mist, who neatly catches him, and then we glide across. Yes, the momentum pushes you across, and you find yourself on the other side. Sweet. I cannot tell you how happy I am. I didn't have to make a strength check of any kind. <laughs> well, I was using the combination of Rotan grabbing you and you grabbing Rotan. Fair enough. With my seven strength score. If Roz can do it, you can do it. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Such as terrified Scooby-Doo characters grab each other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm Shaggy and Rotan scoops. <laughs> Yeah. What, what was Roz's strength? What's Roz's strength? It was minus four, right? Roz has a minus four strength. I think she has a strength of three. Wow, that's even worse than Tingles. Tingles has a strength of six. I'm barely stronger. I have a strength of seven. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you travel the opposite bank, and since the entire side is littered with stalagmites and various outcroppings and rock arches and... It's pretty easy to maintain concealment, especially since the bugs and the newts are engaged in some sort of free-for-all on the other side. As you make it to the other side of the cavern, you notice that the sounds of battle are diminishing, and it seems like the bugs are victorious. You watch as one of the bugs impales one of the newts, raises the newt up, and then begins to chomp on its head. Okay, let, let's avoid that. Maybe we should hurry. Quickly, quickly. And you see the rest of the bugs begin to feed on the corpses of the newts. Only if we look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie's looking at it. Mist is walking with his hand up against the side of his face. If I can't see them, they can't see me. Again, cat. <laughs> oh, 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 Mist! They're pulling out the eyeballs! <laughs> So you reach the opposite end of the cavern and find yourselves in a much narrower passage. It is in total perhaps 50 feet wide, with only 10 feet on either side of this molten magma river. The heat inside here is blistering. It's a good thing you all took those potions, or have those rings, or you would definitely be feeling and taking damage. Alright, so you find yourselves 
in this cavern, in this passage. And up ahead, you can hear this sort of... It's not quite a roar. It's more like a popping sound. Or like it sort of plop. And you get up to the edge, and you see that the magma is going over a fall. Lucky for you, there seems to be a worn spiral path leading down beside it. But I'm going to need a dexterity check from everybody. Because if you get too close to the edge, it's possible that some of the spray from the falling magma could hit you. Fifteen. Seventeen. Thirteen. Ooh, ooh. Mist is like like Legolas just gliding down the spiral's path. Uh, it's a natural twenty. Uh, yes, that would definitely be... On brand. <laughs> yes. Ross is flying, so you don't gotta check for her. Did Wait, did Debbie make it? Debbie rolled a thirteen. Which I hope makes it. Uh, Devi, as you are going down... No, no. (laughs) The path. You stumble slightly. Damn it. And a sort of molten, almost like... Help me, geologists. What would you call this? I want to say it's almost like a plasma. Blob. Like, yeah, like a blob, like a globule. Yeah, a little lava bomb. Hits you. You take 17 points of damage. Oh. <laughs> ah! Jenny's ah. like shaking her arm, like trying to get off of her. She has a, a pretty severe burn on her arm. Ooh. But. You're all right. You know, doesn't seem overly phased by it. Let me know if you need any healing. I'm oh, no, it'll be fine. Happy to... It'll be fine. I just. I'll, I'll put it back. I'll, I'll heal it. I've, I've been burned before. It's not a big deal. I just might need a. Ross can help me. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's not a big deal. I'll, uh, I'll be okay. All right. Press on. And you make it down the spiral. Again, you find yourselves in the lower part of the passage, which continues on for another 75, 100 feet. It's kind of hard to tell distance. It all looks the same. And honestly, the the heat coming off the magma just tends to distort your sense of distance just ever so much. But eventually you make it into a larger chamber again, and the river of magma turns to the left and seems to go underground. And the cavern opens up to the right. And you see, just to the right of you, as you enter this larger cavern, a narrow path leading upwards to a side passage heading off to the south. It looks very much like the passage you saw on the other side of the mushroom room. So this, this cavern is much like the other, the other ones you've been in. It's not quite as big or grand. It's maybe only 50 feet wide. And, but curiously, in the center of it, there seems to be a ruined stone arch, which is definitely not natural. It is definitely carved stone. And it's definitely, it definitely has markings all over it. Do the markings look like writing? They do look like writing. What do they say? Because I can read all writing. Devi, you and Desmond can both read this writing. Ooh. It is Tyran. Tyran. Oh. It seems to be symbols. Tyran is a symbolic language. As you read it, it doesn't seem to say anything. It's almost like... So one symbol will be the symbol for tree. And the next symbol will be the symbol for forest. And the next symbol is the symbol for squirrel. Desmond, give me a... Give me a history check. All right. Damn it. Natural one. Nope. Your memory does not trigger at this. Mm. 
Strange. Debbie, do you want to do an investigation check? I'll, I'll investigate the runes, sure. Up, up, natural one. Oh. <laughs> I see tree, forest, squirrel. Yes, I see the same thing, actually. Wow. Doesn't make any sense. Just seems to be random uh, words and uh, etched into Another time you, you see other ones that would be like rock, mountain. That one says rock, and that one says mountain. Yes. I don't like squirrels. <laughs> that is canon. <laughs> Still? Season one, dear listeners. I thought you got over your squirrel thing. One never gets over squirrels. I thought I, you can't. If you try hard enough, you can. I know they hurt you, but those are, those squirrels are far away. This is just a drawing of a squirrel. How many symbols are there, Diana? Oh, the the arch is covered with them. Covered with them, okay. Rotan, give him money. Do you want to do an investigation check? Sure. I've read a few things. Nine. This is where y'all really miss Winley with her, like, 37 investigation <laughs> checks. Yeah. Rotan, as you're looking at it, you notice that you haven't quite figured out the pattern to it. But it almost, you, it gets, you get the sense that it's graffiti. Like, it's not, what's written there isn't carved or, you know, like, it, it orderly. It, it's, it's the way the, the symbols are, it seems like they almost are written wherever there's space. But as you read through the sort of chain of words, well, you don't speak Terran, so you can't. But you can recognize the symbols. And you you look at it and you see that part of one of the symbols, or part of the first symbol, is you can find in the second symbol. And then maybe a different part of the second symbol you find in the third symbol. And then part of the third symbol you find in the fourth symbol. And it seems to chain like that. And it goes for a while and then it ends. And then in a different place on the arch... It starts again with a different symbol and continues. Have you noticed that some of these are linked or appear to be linked? I mean, here's this this squirrel and then uh, in the tree, there's another smaller little squirrel. Do you see that? Well, that's not quite how it works, but I do see what you're saying. Like there's a there's a tree and a forest and then there's a rock and a mountain. It's almost like someone was piecing together the language. It's like they were starting basic and growing with it. It's almost like they were developing it. Like a primer? Uh, perhaps, yes. Or like a like a, a crude uh, dictionary or, um, I don't know. Did the newts, like, try to learn Tyran? Or were there Tyrans that came down here and wrote these? Uh, perhaps the Tyrans lived here a long time ago and the newts, um, Overtook or um, inhabited it, or, or I mean, all, all the newts are learning Tyrion. I don't know. Well, there's also a lot of carved structures. So clearly, uh, do newts like carve things? Do they have architecture? We haven't seen anything to indicate this so far. So far in this uh, in this cavern. Hmm, maybe they did just over or, like overtake an existing place that the Tyrians had. Or perhaps this is is some ancient uh, Tyran civilization used to live here, and that's why this is so basic, the language. I'm going to ask a question that I'm not sure Rotan would be able to suss out. Okay. Does it look like these like these arches and stuff are uh, were built 
in place or does it look like they were buried and now just happen to be exposed in the caverns? I'm going to ask you to give me a nature check. Uh, that would be a three minus two <laughs> <laughs> is a one. We're killing it. Uh, Rotan is not sure. It's a it's an excellent question, but one that Rotan <laughs> cannot answer. This mystery will never be solved. Because <laughs> we cannot roll double digits. We should bring, when we find Windley, we should bring her back here. <laughs> <laughs> so Mist has finished casting Comprehend Languages as a ritual by this point. <laughs> First ten minutes we've been sitting here like, tree? Squirrel? Which is mostly so that I can be justified in actually taking a crack at this while everyone else is like, blah, 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 blah. Which is pretty much what Mist has been hearing while focusing on his spell. Uh, I guess investigation? Sure. Can I give him advantage by pointing things out? Like tree, squirrel, rock. Let me get... Oh, I can give you uh, guidance. There we go. Guidance is 1d4? Yes. What's the the most appropriate rule here? The question is what exactly are you trying to figure out? If you're trying to figure out Rotan's question, then it would be nature. What's the origin of this arch? Has it... I'm going to give you... I'll give you your choice between nature and history. I'm going to go for history for all the good that it's going to do me. Come on. Oh, stupid guy. I mean, it's a two. I haven't rolled the d4. I don't think it's going to matter. It's just eluding us. Sadly, no. You you don't really have any idea what this is. It's like a... It's like, it's like someone's tried to build a Tyran schoolhouse for newts. Huh. <laughs> this is clearly unsolvable. We should just continue on. <laughs> Come back later with Winley. This is why I like playing high-end characters. I am a high-end character, but I rolled a fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not much I could do with that. Yeah. <laughs> so strange. It's so out of place. I did not expect to find something like this here. Well, I'm going to say the newts didn't build this place. Yes. Hmm. Well, we can always circle, so um, come back to this, I think. Well, just keep it in mind for later if we get more clues inside. Well, all right then. Moving on. Okay, you continue up the passage, and uh, as you move further away from the south end of the passage, it grows demonstrably cooler as you move away from the magma and the flowing river and find yourselves just in a normal, extremely hot subterranean passage. But at least you don't feel like your skin is going to fall off, so... And soon enough, you find yourselves at another fork. The passage continues to the north, or there's another passage which heads to the northwest. Both seem to be equal in appearance, diameter. Does the air smell less foul in one of them? (laughs) Uh, No, it smells foul in all directions. Can I I, uh, take out the... uh... The, the conch shell and give a listen and see if sure, I hear it. Absolutely. Give me a perception check with advantage. I keep on forgetting you have this. This is my favorite thing. <laughs> Sometimes I forget too. That's so good. His old timing grandpa hearing aid. <laughs> uh, there's a dirty 20 and an 18, so I'll take the 20. So you have a passage to the north, passage to the northwest. The passage to the north. You hear the sounds of talking, almost like a burbling, gurgling cacophony of conversation, as if there may be dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of voices. And when you listen to the passage to the Northwest, you hear that a little bit, but not as much. 
All right. It appears to be, um... Does the talking remind me of the newts that we heard? Yes, it, it okay. reminds you of the speech of the newts. Yes, to the north, uh, newts, lots of newts, uh, talking. Uh, to the northwest, uh, also newts, but not as many, it seems. Well, the, the newts have the library. Should we go towards the newts or towards the not newts? Towards the fewer newts. The fewer newts. Hmm. Are we going to murder all the newts, I guess is my question. Yes, there's newts either way. I don't see much way around it. Yes. How, how many voices did you hear? Oh, uh, to the north, uh, quite a few. Very, very many. I see. A uh, crowd. Uh, not as many to the northwest, but... So it might be hard to murder lots and lots and lots of newts, but maybe we could just murder lots of newts. That's my thought as well. Perhaps we start small <laughs> and then... Move our way up. Well, Rotan, you lead. Righto. I am going to try to be quiet, though. So, shh. Good luck. Gosh, they're both 11s. Uh, which way are you heading? Uh, northwest. Uh, to lots of newts instead of lots of lots. <laughs> or slightly fewer newts. Try to be stealthy as well. <laughs> With a natural three. 26. Debbie rolled a three. She's louder than anybody, apparently. All right, so the group of you began your journey up the northwest corridor. And after about 30 feet, you see to the right along the the wall another one of those rising little paths leading upwards to a corridor which branches off to the north. And But the passage you're on continues to the northwest. Debbie, please make a dexterity saving throw. 17. Did I avert disaster or just take half damage from it? Devi, as you're walking past the passage to the north, you're suddenly hit in the shoulder with fire, almost like a blast of fire, and you take 16 points of damage. Ah. And you turn around, and you see three of the newts in that little passage heading north, and they are going to attack you. Assholes. Everyone roll for initiative. Five. Six for Rotan. What is it with the dice today? Oh I know. Gosh. Sixteen for Mist. Horrible today. FYI, Debbie looks severely burned. <laughs> like, that, that lava did a number on her arm. Like, this is pretty bad. And Desmond? Uh, Fourteen. Well, you're not first this time, Desmond, so... Yeah. Okay, Mist, you are first. <laughs> yeah. These guys... Cram- they're, they're sort of, like, cramped in this little tunnel, aren't they? Uh, they are standing close together, yes. They are standing close together. They are in the process of jumping down at you, but at the moment they are still bunched together. Okay. I want a deck save from these little bastards. As a somehow mass of thorny vines uh, springs up out of the ground into this tunnel and through them. Like, how wide is the opening to this tunnel? Uh, the tunnel that you're in, or... The one that they're coming out of. Oh, it's maybe 15 feet across? Yeah, I, I want to I spring this thing up so that it basically... If they're jumping out of it, they're basically jumping through thorns and into thorns. So, whatever the shape is, like a little pillar of thorns, just thump up into the tunnel, up in front of them, up through them. Screw these guys. I want a dexterity saving throw from them, please. Okay, what am I trying to beat? 18. None of them made it. 
Womp womp. They are gonna take 26 piercing damage each. Oof. Mm. Ouch. Well, that was clever. That brings us to Desmond. They're stuck in this hedge of thorns. Good, good. Seeing all of them there in the tunnel, uh, Desmond is going to hold out his hands, and uh, if they could get all of them, give me a uh, wisdom saving throw. Casting uh, command at third level. What am I trying to beat? 17. One of them makes it. Okay, so the other two, uh, Desmond says, grovel, and um, they have to, on their turn, fall prone and end their turn. Because <laughs> 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 when the creature ends its turn there. Oh, good. Does that mean I shouldn't charge in yet? Okay, so uh, one of them, it's their turn now, and they fall to the ground, groveling. How much damage does that one take? Oh, Diana, sorry, quick point. Yeah. Do they speak common? No. Well, they don't understand my language. Damn it, I'm just reading that. I want to keep us honest. Well, I appreciate you letting me know. So you issue that command, and nothing appears to happen. Yeah. Damn. 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 So the one that is... So one of them looks at these thorns and this, these briars all around it. And it kind of raises its head back and then spews flame, setting these thorns ablaze. And then leaps out of the burning fire down to the ground below. And is standing there, menacingly brandishing scimitars at you. And then the next one leaps out, lands next to it, and is going to spit fire at you, Mist. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, fuck you, Die. Oh, uh, that's an 8. It was supposed to be an 18. Uh, but... That will not make it. You take 29 points of fire damage. That becomes 14, I believe? Yes. The, the five little raven skulls shimmer in the heat. And then that brings us to Roton. An invitation! I would like to close with the lizards. Okay. How far away? Uh, they're pretty close. It, it's, you can easily get there and, and attack them. Okay. Uh, swiftly swings his sword. 23. That will hit. Smite. That is. There's a flash of light. And they take 32 points of damage. One of them takes 32 points. Radiant slash necrotic slash... It's, it's a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, you <laughs> want me to break it down for you? No, 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 no. None of it's fire damage, though, right? None of it's fire damage. So you cleave down on one of the newts, nearly splitting it in half. It looks like it's on death's door. Oh, let's try that again. Rotan <laughs> swings back up with his other attack. Oh, how's a uh, 14? That will not hit. All right, that brings us to Devi. So the one that Rotan nearly split in half, Devi will continue to split that one in half by casting Inflict Wounds at first level. Uh, 15 to hit? That does not hit. I'm invoking fav uh, Favor of the Gods to add 2d4 to that attack. Because <laughs> fuck that thing for burning me. I want this thing to drop. 21 to hit. That will hit. And if you do more than two points of damage, it is dead. I'm rolling 3d10. <laughs> and I'm going to roll them because I want to see how badly I rip this thing apart. <laughs> oh, that's a good... That's 9, 9, and 7. Okay. So Rotan nearly cleaves this thing in half, and as soon as Devi like recovers from her her burning, she sees this and just literally 
pulls her hands apart and continues uh, that wound, and the thing literally rips in half. That's cool. And then as she does that, uh, she sucks away some of its life force for 11 temporary HP to herself. So her burns visibly heal, like as this thing is being torn apart. You can see Devi being less burned after the fact. And then she goes, ha! And then ends her turn. And meanwhile, Rotan is giving his sword the side eye because he swung and missed, <laughs> and then the creature ripped apart. <laughs> like, uh... Devi, you're standing there, having just ripped this thing in twain. When the final newt comes bursting forth out of the flaming thorny hedge and it's going to attack you with twin scimitars. No! Shit. Beat a 12 armor class. Newt. It hits you once. You take nine points of damage. I can take that. Th- those those wounds that just healed. Uh, the burns become slashes as she continues taking damage. And that brings us back to the top of the order and missed. Uh, I'll pick one of them's going after Devi. I'll pick that one and um, we're just going to, you know, start Eldritch Blasting and see if it's still standing at the, when this is over. So, first shot. 14 doesn't hit, does it? Does not. 16? No. Jesus. Oh. 21. Yes. Alright, well, thanks, Die. A uh, whole 6 force damage there. Not as much as I was hoping to get off of that. Should I'd have been better off tolling the dead. <laughs> okay, that brings us to Desmond. Seeing the one that's attacking uh, Devi and frustrated that his uh, spell didn't take effect and, and seeing Mist throw his Eldritch Blasts at this Newt, I will attack the same one. I'll throw a Guiding Bolt at it. Fourth level, spell attack 16. That misses. Damn it! <sighs> Miss. It's shaken. Okay, so now the one that is attacking Devi is going to attack Devi with those sort of twin golden scimitars. How many are on me right now? Just one. Okay. Ah, but it hits you twice. Oh. <laughs> wow. You take 14 points of damage. Okay. Debbie is not dead. Just barely. But she definitely took a knife to the gut and another knife to the neck, and she is wobbling on her feet. Yeah. She would have probably been down had I not rolled two ones. Oh, jeez. And the other one's going after you, Mist. Newts, man. Fucking newts. Missed what's your armor class? 16. It hits you twice. Take 19 points of damage. And that's just slashing? No. Just slashing. And that brings us to Rotan. Okay, Rotan's gonna move to engage the one fighting his sister. He swings! That's an 18. That will hit. Oh, that's not as many as I'd hoped. Uh, 34 points of damage. It's enough to kill it, so tell me what it looks like. Uh, just, uh, head off. He swings in a wide arc and, um, severs it at the neck. So, Devi, you take those twin scimitars to the gut, and the newt is looking at you, and almost smiling, and then you see its head taking clean off. Ugh, I can always count on you, little brother. (laughs) (laughs) And that brings us to you, Devi. (laughs) Are there any still alive? Is it the one fighting Mist? There's one still alive on Mist. And it looks... Damaged or not? Damaged, but still pretty lively. All right. Well, she is desperate for some uh, some sweet, sweet uh, life energy at the moment. So 
she is going to cast Inflict Wounds at second level on that one. 16 to hit. That misses. She is so woozy that she cannot even, like, a little bit of black tendrils start coming out of that thing, but then they retreat back into it as she, like, wobbles and, and falls to one knee. And that brings us back to Mist. I want a wisdom save from this guy. DC 18. Does not make it. Womp womp. He's going to take 10 necrotic damage. Okay. As the uh, this creepy, eerie, the echo, the, st- the echo of this unearthly sounding bell clangs through the through the tunnel here. He's told the dead. Okay, that's Desmond's turn. Desmond is going to say, "Come on, Desmond, come on!" And he's going to, at fifth level, he's going to cast another guiding bolt. Try and end this thing's life. <laughs> Natural one. Uh oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the fifth level spell. Do I look like Silway? No. So what is this? All right, Desmond, roll damage. Wait, what happened? What? Do I look like Roton? What happens? Roll damage. <laughs> it's a fifth level guiding bolt. Yeah. Did he roll a natural? <laughs> Thirty God points of damn damage. Damn it. Holy fuck. What? All right, Desmond. You fire off your guiding bolt, and just as you do so, the newt shifts, trying to get a clean swipe in at Mist, and your guiding bolt hits Mist square in the chest. Oh, what? That's radiant damage? Yeah. Welcome to multi-class theater. (laughs) Oh my god. Yup. That hasn't happened in a long time. It hasn't, because Silway's not around anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a she thing? Used, like when you roll a natural one? That's, yeah, that's all the time. All the time. Yeah, the house the house rule is when you roll a natural one shooting into melee like that. Oh yep. fuck. It's alright. It's alright. Desmond is just like he's like horrified. He like he's been shaken, he can't hit, and he just puts his hands and he's like Oh no, 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 missed. <laughs> oh I am regretting the one spell. Uh, so sorry. <laughs> Hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll see to um, that. I, however, am going to be smart about this. I disappear from that spot. So from, from actually from Desmond's point of view, this blast of light strikes mist and mist vanishes. Um, I'm triggering my misty escape and I'm going to teleport 60 feet away back up the tunnel where we came from, where I know it's safe. And I am now invisible until the start of my next turn or until I attack or cast a spell. I killed him. (laughs) I killed him. What have I done? All right. So it is, it is the newt's turn. And the newt sees mist, sees the bolt hit him, sees him vanish, momentarily looks down at his scimitars as if maybe he did that before turning his attention towards, let us see. Debbie's nearly dead on the ground. Debbie's on the ground? She's on one knee. Okay. And for, for dramatic reasons, I would be totally fine if he attacked her. I'm just this rolling. This is crazy, man. I'm rolling a four-sided die. So, unfortunately, um, or fortunately, it decides to go after Rotond. I know, dramatic purposes, it would have been... Uh... Oh, no, this could still work. Oh, right, because the warding bond. The warding bond is still up. <laughs> uh, it hits Rotond once for ten points of damage. All right. Five each. Debbie shudders and <laughs> limps to the ground. Like sh- she is breathing, but she does not look good. 
Uh, that brings us to you, Rotan. Okay. <laughs> Desmond's standing there. Debbie's fallen over. Mist is evaporated into nothing. Desmond is horrified. <laughs> and Rotan is clueless. So here we go. Uh, 18 to hit. That will hit. Uh, Rot- Rotan says, You're fired. <laughs> and we're going to smite. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> uh, for 26 points, uh, 29 points of damage. That kills it. So tell me what it looks like. Rotan just stabs his sword directly into the fire dude's chest, all the way up to the hilt. You know, it's a play on words. <laughs> like, ah, <laughs> uh, like, like you do fire things and oh, no. <laughs> the newt just kind of collapses and goes limp and like falls off of his sword. Ah, oh, yeah. Uh, I kind of missed the timing. Yes, the newt slides down your sword and crumples on the ground next to Devi. And you find yourself standing there, very much alone, with your sister crumpled at your feet, and Desmond shaking just a few feet off, and mist nowhere to be seen. It's like a metaphor. <laughs> I think it's called a pun. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Are you okay, Devi? She is definitely not okay. She looks, not only is she bleeding from, like, four spots, but she looks, like, emaciated. Like, it's not just wounds that have hit her. Like, she looks like she's decrepit, almost. And she is, can barely talk to you at all. She's like... (laughs) Uh, Rotan will uh, lay on hands. We'll do 21, which is all I have left. Okay, yeah, she, she... blinks a few times um, and her wounds stop bleeding and she kind of rolls over and looks up at you like oh <laughs> okay did we win oh I think so Desmond are you alright Desmond is just not even he's like catatonic he's like I I I I, I, I tried to shoot the but it, it missed is. Oh. Yeah, you, you may want to have a sit-down, man. You don't look so good. Ah! <laughs> Mystery appears walking down the hallway. I mean, I should probably have a sit-down, too, because... <laughs> oh, that'll grow back. He brushes away some, like, singed fur. Desmond runs and just embraces you. Oh, oh not so hard because of the whole chest injury I, that you... I thought I, I... What? I thought... I thought, I thought I killed you. What? No, that was like only 30 points. Come on. Oh, God. I need to sit down. And he sits down. As Desmond collapses to the ground in front of you, suddenly Tingles appears next to you, Mist. And he reaches out, and he hugs you around the neck. Oh. Just for a moment. And then he lets you go. Yeah, um, uh, good to have you back, boss. I was, I was just over there. Yeah, no, I knew that. Totally. Yep. Nope, we're good. I totally knew that. It's, it's, it's Mist, hold, Mist holds up a fist. Tingles hits it. There you go. I don't think the necromancer chick is doing so hot, though. No, we should probably, like, make her not dead. So what do you do? You bury her in the ground or something for that? I mean, I don't know how she works. Maybe. Just healing. Just healing is fine. No. Oh. She's not dead. Uh, yes, I, 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 I have, I, I have healing. If anybody, he's standing now. His knees are no, shaking. Oh, sit, 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 sit. And now I could, I, I insist. I, who, who needs healing? I, ha- I have it. I can do it. Uh, yes, please. <sighs> right. 
Um, alright. Uh, you, you, yeah. Uh, 15 points, Devi. Uh, how, what, how many dice did you roll? Uh, two. 2d8. Those count as maximum value because Roz is within 30 or 60 feet of me. Oh, so 21 points of 21 healing. 21 points of healing. Okay, then Devi stands up and dusts herself off and straightens her robe and cracks her neck once or twice and appears as if nothing hit her ever. <laughs> like she is healthy and gorgeous and you would never know that she was burned in near death like moments ago. Okay. Okay. All right. We're good. Continue on. Um, Mist, did do you need, do you need any, uh, can I, can I give you a little, um, a little, at least I can do after, um. Wouldn't say no. All right. Um, you get, uh, 17. After that, um, um, my spell slots are, um, running low. That's what I'm thinking. Should we, should we backtrack a bit and take a breather in there or press on and hope that we've got enough to get us through whatever the heck, whatever the heck is next? Well, I'm feeling good. I don't know about you guys. I'm I'm a little short on spells at the moment. Um, I could I could definitely use a, a rest. I'm not sure if resting's an option in this place. There's apparently nude patrols. Yes. Well, at least in the arch, we wouldn't be we wouldn't be uh, as easy to surround. Works for me. So the group of you retreat down the path, and once again find yourselves in the room with the arch. Take a seat at its base, one of you looking out for patrols, as the rest of you try to recover and rest. and newts cancel each other out? Do we advocate for the consumption of strange mushrooms? Can we ever just get across a goddamn obstacle without an hour of debate? Find out next time on Multiclass Theater. God. Are you okay? Yeah, just remembering we've been fucking around. How do we get across the lava without burning ourselves? I'm literally sitting here with a magic ring on that makes me resistant. Mm. Fire resistant. resistant. Yeah, resistant. Fair enough. Resistant to 1200 degrees. <laughs> Only feels like 600. <laughs> hey, have, have the temperature. I, I, you don't understand. I was literally looking at Reddit threads where everyone was, I mean, it was y'all's level of nerdiness about how much damage and the various how many points of damage relative to like a house fire versus lava and <laughs> it was deep in the weeds oh yeah there's an actual stat for like a roll for damage from lava right no not in 5e the most in agreement would say that a full immersion uh is 10d10 damage That's per it. round i can get fully immersed in lava for six seconds and survive <laughs> well it's 
it, but th- there's also other people who say, well, that would be the damage, but chances are, oh no, so lava deals 10d10 to 18d10 per round, depending on level of contact. 18d10 is still, Mist would survive that. <laughs> I mean, surviving, there's surviving, and then there's quality of life. Yeah, right, well, that's right. the other <laughs> That's where Debbie is, comes yeah. in to heal you. And... Okay. That's like the other thing. It's like, yeah, burns, you could stick your arm in there and technically survived, but you may not have an arm when you pulled it out. Then it's just DM's discretion. Your arm is gone. There is no healing it. Right. Yes. You will need a restoration spell to get your arm back. Yeah. But I always feel like that's the kind of thing that shouldn't be up to the DM's discretion. Like, that needs player input if you're going to maim a character person, you know. If I was DM, I'd literally be like, screw dice, lava kills you. <laughs> I don't care what the dice <laughs> say. <laughs> My dice say it kills you quickly. How much do you suffer? Roll for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like there's a max falling damage you can take yeah. because of terminal velocity. If you're like a 16th level character, you can survive any fall from any height. <laughs> like, you know, it just seems kind of... Or kinda... if you're a brontosaurus. <laughs> yeah, it seems, it seems kind of like unrealistic, but... <laughs> 